Welcome back, everybody, to the next episode of the Data Blitz podcast. This is the betting episode, the week 14 preview. Um, I'm back again with Brendan. What's up, everybody? Say hi, Brendan. <laughs> cool. Um, so we, we have a few things that we want to go over, including talking about the bets that we previewed last week and the results of those bets. Um, we can go over the Thursday night game. Unfortunately, we didn't get to bring out any bets for that because um, I thought that over was a little bit of a lock. And then we can jump into uh, the, the recap for the or the preview for the games for the rest of the week. Um, so I guess, how'd you do last week, Brendan? Um, I did all right. Um, so for my parlay, I had a pretty big one that almost hit. Unfortunately, Trevor Lawrence decided to go down and is somehow questionable this week, but we'll get into that. So, um, last week, what I put together was I had Dallas minus five and a half, and if you remember, they won by six. So, first leg hit, barely. And then we had Chargers, Dolphins minus nine and a half, Texans, Falcons, Jets under 38 and a half because I hated the Lions. And then we had the Lions and the Jaguars. So the Jaguars were the only leg that did not hit. So it was close, (laughs) but not quite there. So for over-under, I had um, the under, obviously, of the Jets and the Falcons. That hit. And then the over, who did I have? Green Bay in Kansas City? I believe so, yeah. And then I had A.J. Brown touchdown for my prop bet, which did not hit. So, yeah, over Devonta under... Smith took that one. Yeah, over under for uh, the... Or the over for the Packers and the Chiefs did hit, I believe. So, mm-hmm. not, not terrible. Still profitable. Yeah, definitely not bad. I think if you're going to lose a parlay, you did it in the right way where you have an entire day to decide if you want to cash it out. And yeah, you know, you could cash it out if you wanted to. Um, I think the odds (laughs) on the cash out were pretty good. (laughs) Right, Brendan? (laughs) So before the game, Noel told me that uh, I should probably cash it out. I was at probably 90% of what the payout was. Um, I did not cash out. I held. And then as soon as Trevor Lawrence went down with his injury, I immediately tried to cash out. (laughs) ESPN (laughs) caught me on that one and did not let me. And I ended up being able to cash out in overtime at $200 when the payout was supposed to be $430, I believe, um, based off of what I put in. Um, The odds on it were never here. The odds were plus 1600 so not horrible I'll, i guess i'll take the cash out even even if it's kind of soft but i wasn't gonna bet on cj bethard winning a football game last week <laughs> yeah that's a good idea um i know it was really close when trevor lawrence went down but i think we all kind of saw the writing on the wall at that point and i think he made the good play yeah with the way browning was playing i didn't think they stood a chance mm-hmm um, last week, I had an underdog parlay. 
uh, Eagles and Cardinals plus 596. Um, the Cardinals obviously went in and hit. Um, so this week I've taken some of my own advice and will now be counting my underdog, one of my underdogs as one of my big four picks. Um, but the Eagles missed there. So that's over one on the parlay. Um, the over was Dolphins commanders, 49 and a half, uh, pretty high scoring game. You know, Sam Howell, as I said, can still move the ball down the field in games where he's behind. Definitely proved true. Um, so that hit. And then I had my under as the Panthers and Bucks. Um, you know, the Frank Reich coach change. I don't know if it really made a difference for Bryce Young. Um, but it seemed to have made a difference for the ability for the Panthers to score points. Um, so you were correct there, and I missed that bet. Um, <laughs> then I had the favorite as the Falcons minus two. Um, that one hit. They beat the Jets. It was pretty, but they beat them. And then finally, my, par- my prop was uh, Bijan anytime touchdown in that game. Um, and that one missed. Bijan was not able to score. Basically, nobody was able to score in that game, but the Falcons still won. He got the opposite of a touchdown. Yes, he did. I saw that, and I was like, I just glanced up from watching Red Zone, and I was like, Bijan's in? Like, nice. And then... um, (laughs) He's facing the wrong way. He was facing the wrong way, yeah. (laughs) So, it's not great, but, you know, uh, I'll take it. 50% 50% on the week is, is not too bad. No, we'll take um, that. As long as our odds are in the right place. Yeah, yeah, I think they have been. Um, I'm feeling a little bit better about today. So do you want to jump into our recap of last night's game? I know as a Patriots fan, you must be pretty excited or have some mixed feelings about your draft stock. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of cool watching like the first half high-flying offense which we haven't had all year. Um, first drive touchdown to Ezekiel Elliott. I did not see that coming. Um, no. Yeah, it was a, that was a weird game. It started off hot, and then I think we all knew that at halftime it probably wasn't going to keep going. So that's what happened. Um, so not the most exciting game in the world, but in terms of draft stock, in terms of the Patriots' future, Obviously, you'd like to see him try to get the first pick if you're <laughs> if you're at this point in the season, but that's all right. Um, from what it sounds like, Caleb Williams doesn't want to go to the Pats anyways, so they'd be picking otherwise, I guess, if he really has that much of a say. But I don't know. What are your thoughts on last night? Uh, the Steelers are pretty bad. Mitch Trubisky was getting booze literally every time he stepped on the field for the first half. Uh, He had an interception called back, and then I think another interception. He was really bad. Um, Not great to see him like that. Second half, the Steelers were kind of all – the fans were all over him. They kind of loved him. Um, He had that rushing touchdown. But Kenny Pickett, uh, I don't think he's going to come back like this year. I mean, maybe he will, but he said the last time that he suffered the same injury, it took him like 28 days to come back and play another snap. Um, but 
Mitch Trubisky, not really the solution there. Um, I think one of the guys that's mainly limited by that is George Pickens. Um, he seemed pretty frustrated last night. Uh, Deontay Johnson did end up getting a touchdown, but it, it feels like the Steelers' offense is kind of dead right now. Um, then as for the Patriots, Zappy looked great. You know, three touchdowns, an interception. Um, I, I really don't care about Zeke's performance. He kind of stepped up when they needed him to, but um, it was Zappy, Juju, and then obviously Hunter Henry with the two touchdowns was pretty incredible. Um, I feel like Zappy made some really solid throws. You think there's a chance that the Patriots see that and maybe think Marvin Harrison Jr. at the second overall pick? That's a hard question because I don't know if you can expect that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of those throws were absolute darts. Mm-hmm. And then obviously couldn't do anything in the second half. What, like, yeah, what happened? I mean, it's, a, it's a learning curve, but he's definitely better than Mac Jones um, again. Like last year, he came in and was kind of better than Mac Jones. So, um, I don't know. Maybe Zappy takes you guys out of that second spot. Maybe, but would we rather hang around and wait for him to get over this learning curve, or should we just select somebody with the second pick or the third pick, whatever we end up with? I mean, you should totally select somebody, but as a Patriots hater, um, it'd be great to see. Get Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, we would like that too. And have them both suck. <laughs> Why wouldn't we limited. like that? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we um, haven't had a wide receiver like that and since, what, Randy Moss? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think <laughs> um, Zappy's probably going to be a good backup next year to Drake May. Sure. I'd be fine with that. That's probably what, what's going to happen. Maybe they trade up into the Bears spot. That would make a lot of sense, too. I can see them trading down, as Bill always does. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad year for it. You saw the haul that uh, Chicago got last year. Kind of sets a precedent. Yeah, that was insane. Still, the Panthers are never going to recover. No. Should um, we jump into this week? Yeah, do you want to go through the games again? I know that wherever I'm looking at my games, I remember you're looking at your games, have them in different orders. So if you want to just go game by game, we can discuss each one. Yeah, so the 1 o'clock Eastern slate, um, we got Rams-Ravens first. So the Ravens are favored at minus 400 currently. Rams are plus 320. Over-unders at 39.5. And And Ravens are favored by 7.5. Yeah, uh, I see the over-under opened at 44.5. Mm. Um, so it seems like a lot of people have been hammering that under. I don't really know why. Um, I think, I mean, maybe I know why. Actually, I looked. Looks like there's going to be heavy rain. Weatherman's back at it again. <laughs> <laughs> heavy rain, 60 miles an hour. Uh, but I don't really think that that's going to impact Baltimore because they are you know, a little bit of a shorter pass and running the ball team. I do think that's going to negatively impact the Rams. 
Um, maybe Kyron gets going though, and we see that over hit. Uh, I don't know. I do have a prop bet for this game though. I think we're gonna see Zay Flowers go over forty six and a half receiving yards. Interesting. Um, he's been used pretty heavily uh, all season long. You know, I think he's their main guy. Mark Andrews is out now. Isaiah Lakely is kind of fine, but not really going to be the guy there either. Um, feels like the Zay Flowers breakout game. Could be. He's got to be the number one option, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I actually heard two stats today that I thought were very relevant um, to betting on this game. The first one being related to the whole Mark Andrews situation. Lamar Jackson, without Mark Andrews, averages about 170 yards passing. Oof. And the Ravens off of a bye week in the last 15 seasons or whatever Harbaugh's been there. Harbaugh, he wins those games because their defense gives up, on average, 17 points or less. So. Well, that's under. Sure is. And with the weather, could be definitely an under game. I don't hate that. I'm I'm willing to say that this is an under game. Um, I, I do think, you know, 50 yards for your main receiver is not asking too much. So I'm going to stick with that Zay Flowers prop. Yeah, I um, still like it. Yeah, but maybe it is a, a low scoring game. I think the Rams are probably going to get crushed. Could, but I think they could also play a close game. I don't think they're a garbage football team. I think they stick around in every every game that they play. Yeah, they do. But I mean so they Rams, are nine and three versus spread, so Rams plus seven and a half is actually not bad. No, especially if it's an under game and a close game. Um I think Rams plus seven and a half it has a, a good chance of hitting. Um but obviously Baltimore money line is the play, probably under, and then like Rams plus seven and a half. Mm-hmm. So the over-under, not to say that this is my prop, but I thought this one was interesting because it's related to the kind of idea of this being a lower scoring game, is Lamar Jackson opened at 201 and a half, I think, for his passing yards. So based off that stat, if you just want to roll with the stat, you could go under that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't hate that. Um, I'd say that that's a, a good play, just going off of that stat. Yeah, if you just not, want to go off the stat, I think it makes sense. Yeah, it's not like the Rams' defense is anything incredible either. Mm-hmm. Want to jump to the next? Yeah, go for All it. All right, Bucks-Falcons. <clears throat> okay, um... Not very excited for this game. Yeah. I don't know why you would be. Just kind of... Both of these teams are not great. Tampa Bay, plus one and a half right now. Opened at two. Um, Over under 41. A lot of bets going for the over right now. Um, I actually have this game as my under. So second week in a row, I'm taking Tampa Bay as my under. Um... I think both of these teams have been offensively not great. They're both bottom 10 in points per game. Um, the only issue is they're both 
also bottom 10 in points per game allowed. So they're allowing uh, a lot of points. Um, it does seem like Desmond Ritter has a lot more consistency at home. Um, he's been able to like find his receivers and have more output um, at home and get more wins at home. They're four and two at home, but I don't know. I, I don't think either of these teams are going to score a bunch. I think it's Mike Evans or bust for the Bucks. Uh, Chris Godwin's kind of dead, and then over on Atlanta side of the ball, it's you have Desmond Ritter, so probably not going to get two going on offense. Yeah, um, this is not a good game, but. Um, Falcons are favored. I think they should be just because mm -hmm. the Bucks don't look like they have anything special on any side of the ball. I think the Falcons at least have like a little bit going for them. Their defense has been a little bit better. Um, and if they win this, they pretty much just lock up the NFC South. So I think for them being at home, it's probably the right pick. Yeah, I agree. I would take the Falcons in this. Um, just feels like Tampa Bay is not a very good team right now. Um, I know they they only beat the Panthers by three last week. Um, they lost to the Colts the week before that. Uh, honestly, their best game recently is losing to San Francisco by only 13. <laughs> only 13. It's not bad. I get I guess that's good compared to the Eagles last week. Yeah, look at that. The Bucks are better than the Eagles. Um, the only thing I saw as interesting in terms of a prop bet here was the passing touchdowns for both Baker and Ritter. Um, depending on which way you want to go, you can get plus odds for over one and a half touchdown passes. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a risk, but it's something that maybe you take a risk on. I think Ritter might hit that. I don't know about Baker. I think Rashad White's going to get some of those touchdowns. Yeah, never know. Doesn't figure to be too many touchdowns anyways. You want to talk no, about the other NFC not. South garbage? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. The other garbage we got here is the Panthers and the Saints. We got so, Saints favored by five, under over at 37 and a half. Um, Saints are minus 240 currently, Panthers plus 200. What do you got to say about this crap? Uh, it's looking like, you know, Carolina opened up at plus six and a half. I have the Saints as my favorite this week at minus five and a half. Um, Derek Carr, like, I don't even, he's probably not playing. He's not that good, but it did feel like they relied on Taysom Hill, um, Alvin Kamara and a few of their other guys last week. <clears throat> Maybe Jameis comes in and screws me over and throws a bunch of interceptions, but you know, the saints are top 10 turnover difference, uh, differential so far this year. I think, you know, Carolina's obviously bad and should continue to be bad for the rest of the year um, and probably next year too. I think it's uh, kind of just free points for on the on the Saints side right now. You know, you got that five and a half. 
I think they win by a touchdown. Yeah, both of these teams are garbage on offense. Um, but they have okay defenses. This is not my favorite over-under, but I would take the under here. Um, I definitely think it's the Saints, regardless of who's at quarterback. doesn't really matter. Um, did you actually see uh, Derek Carr was limited in practice this week? After his, I did not see that. Yeah, after his back, shoulder, and concussion. That always happens to Derek Carr. It's like he needs to go to the hospital, and then the next day he's like in practice, limited, <laughs> and then he'll like play two snaps and get injured in seven different ways again. It's like Tony Romo. <laughs> That's actually a great comparison. Yeah, yeah it is. Jameis is stack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would be pretty awesome to, to watch. That's the only way this game would be any interesting, is if Jameis just goes nuts. Yeah, that would be so fun. I could see it. I mean, it does look... I know you said it's an under game. It does look like it opened at 37. 66% of the bets are on the over right now. Hey. 37 and a half. That's my take. Um, I don't really see it. I don't think Carolina's offense can do anything, but I didn't think that last week and I got burned at 37. <laughs> Any props here you like? No. Um, honestly, not a big fan of this game. I think the, the uh, Saints win by five and a half, though. Mm-hmm. You got what your boy... You? Uh, Hubbard, you love that guy. He's over over under 56 and a half, it looks like. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I think there's a good chance that he does something against this defense. I have him in DFS formats, but if I'm going to try to stick to, you know, like two or three props a week, he's not one of my favorites. Yeah, I agree with you there. All right. All right. Next one on the slate is the Colts and the Bengals. I like this game. I think this Why? is a fun game. Why is it I don't fun? Know. Um, Gardner Minshew. Is that enough of an answer? <laughs> Almost. Um, you know, it looks like since he's favored by two, the over/under is set at forty-four. Seventy percent of bets going for the over. 75% of bets going for uh, Cincy. And they're they're just pretty favored overall. I'm kind of leaning towards the Colts here. Um, I like what I saw out of Gardner Minshew the past few weeks. Um, it feels like Michael Pittman was really involved. I actually have a prop bet for this game. Um, Michael Pittman to score a touchdown anytime. I think that's pretty reliable play um and then you have jake browning who's looked good um but i don't know if he's better than gardner Minshew. it it feels like that's kind of what this game is being decided by is the performance of jake browning last week uh they beat the jags obviously but trevor lawrence was down um for you know the last few minutes of that game and it feels like that really switched the game i'm a big fan of the colts i think they can do it zach moss is going to pop off yeah and both of these defenses are absolute garbage 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Bengals defense probably has slight edge, but then again, the Colts offense has a slight edge. So a fun one could be just taking Colts plus two and a half. I know it's not too many points, but what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think you could take them straight up. Well, I don't want to spoil any parlays. All right. But that's sad. And then on this game, I I do have a prop. I have uh, Joe Mixon under rushing yards. I think he, you know, they're averaging the least rushing yards in the league. The Bengals are. Um, obviously, the Colts defense isn't great, but Joe Mixon, 62 and a half. I think the idea is that Joe Mixon gets pretty involved this week because it's, you know, Jake Browning against not a great defense. But I, th- I saw this number and I think it's way too high. Um, Mixon... They're probably going to stack the box against Mixon, and um, you should probably have pretty bad efficiency. That's yeah, he hasn't. Here. He's he hasn't been too too efficient in his last few games without without Burrow. Yeah, he hasn't. It feels like he needed Burrow to kind of take some pressure off of him, and now that we're in a situation where it's Nixon's like fifty percent of the offense or more. Um, he can't really do that all by himself. Yeah, which is crazy because you have T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. <laughs> yeah. I think they lean on Tyler Boyd this game. I don't, but... <laughs> that would be a weird call. It would be. All right, you got um, anything else to go over for this game? I like the over here. That's pretty much all I I'm got. against it. I think it's going to be a sloppy over if it's an over. Oh, agreed. It's just going to be, gonna be like, stupid game. touchdowns. Yeah, it'll be fun. Maybe a punt return touchdown. And they're playing in Cincy. I'm pretty pretty sure they're supposed to have pretty bad weather, actually. Come on, mm, weatherman. I see, I see overcast 40 degrees and 8 mile per hour winds. That looks like solid football weather to me. That's gritty football weather. That's cold. If you've ever played fo- if you've ever played football, rain and like forty degrees and lower. No, it's not raining. It's just overcast. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, rain. No thanks. Just overcast. That's okay. not bad. Yeah, slight no, we'll wind. Take that. It's perfect football weather. It's yeah, perfect. that's good. That's good football weather. All right, we like get another like here. three degrees, and it'd be the most beautiful football weather. Yeah, like the over here. Yeah, I'm all in on it. Let's do it. All right, next slate, next on the slate is the Lions and the Bears. Lions nine and three, Bears four and eight. Lions are only favored money line minus one seventy here. Um, I know they're away, and the over under is forty two and a half. They're favored by three points. What do you got? I love this game. Um, you know, as an NFC North person, it's like the bears obviously suck. Um, but the lions came in or they played at the lions a couple of weeks ago and the lions sucked as well. Um, the lions are in their last three divisional games have been brutally bad. You know, they had the 
Bears and then the Packers, uh, they kind of kicked the shit out of the Saints. But this past week, um, like the, their offense kind of stalled in the second half again in that game. Now they're going back to the Bears. I think the Bears kind of figured them out a little bit. I'm I'm watching for DJ Moore here. Um, I think he's going to have a pretty decent game. He has had a lot of decent games with Justin Fields. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, I think Sam Laporta might be the guy that's going to pop off. Um, but both of these teams are bottom 10 defenses um, in terms of points per game allowed. Um, and then you know Chicago is a great rushing defense or offense. Detroit, great passing offense. I think it's going to be a fun game. Yeah, it should be. Um, the Bears lost by three last time. And mm-hmm. Lions are favored by three, so see where that line must have come from. But uh, I actually have a player prop that I really like here. Um, another stat for you. Justin Fields against the Lions. He averages something like 160 yards rushing or something like that. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? Um, That's a lot. Yeah. So his over-under for rushing yards is set as 61 and a half. That's so high, but it's probably going to (laughs) hit. Seems like the Lions. Yeah, it seems like the Lions defense is missing their defensive tackle now. Um, So a lot of running potential in this game for Chicago. I could absolutely see it. Um, yeah. I I want to count Chicago out here or like on paper, they shouldn't really compete with the lions, but it does feel like the lions don't really ha- bring it against Chicago. Maybe this is the week they do. Maybe Dan Campbell got all over him against last week. Um, but I don't know. I could see some decent offense coming out of Chicago uh, against that bad Lions defense. Yeah, what's the weather looking like? Uh, it's looking pretty good for football again. 36 overcast, wind 11 miles per hour. All right. So probably not affecting anything through the air? Uh, no, but I do think... Maybe a little bit leaning towards the run game. Maybe. At least on the Bears' side of the ball. But they're probably going to do that anyway. Yeah. That's fair. They don't really play pass the balls. Weather. <laughs> RPO <laughs> weather where you run. RPO weather for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have anything else with this game? I like I like the over. What's the over at? 42 and a half. 43. 42 and a half, 43. Um, it was 31. Yeah, I like I like the over here. I like the over here a lot, actually. People are favoring Chicago. Plus three and a half. There's 72% of bets on them. It's hmm. a lot. Yeah. And the odds are currently okay. even on ESPN for plus three. That's not bad at all. Now jump into the next game. I think we've given this one too much time. Yep. Texans Jets, another one we don't have to give too much time to. Um, well, yeah, Texans are favored by three and a half, and money line minus one ninety currently. Over under thirty three and a half. 
Yeah, I am slamming that over. Agreed. It's just funny because I'm seeing 93% of bets on the under, and now I'm starting to think I'm an idiot. But I'm slamming that over. Zach Wilson is back. Garrett Wilson is going to get 75 touches this game. And CJ Stroud is playing football. So Nico Collins, uh, great option this week in a lot of formats. But I think probably the Texans put up 33 points by themselves. I was about to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who, who made this line. But it kind of feels like a trap line. Like 100%. And then they're only minus three and a half, too. Well, if if they're imagining the score around 33 points, that's only like a 17-14 game kind of idea. Yeah. But I don't see the Jets scoring two touchdowns. No. And like... It's just going to be one of those games where C.J. Stroud is going to find Noah Brown for like 270 yards. I think the Jets' game plan here is just punt him down to the one-yard line and try to get a safety. Yeah. Try to make him run the ball because as long as C.J. Stroud's not actually passing the ball, I think you're fine. Yeah, Damian but. Pierce and Singletary haven't been too too much of a threat. No. No, they haven't been. They're not very good, honestly. <laughs> Damian Pierce, the same exact running back as Algier. Yeah. I mean, that was a yard why. season. He was valued so high, and it's like, what are you what are you guys doing? Like he doesn't have the draft capital. This always happens. Like every year, somebody with no draft capital is gonna pop off and then done after a year. Yeah, it's all just volume. Mm-hmm. Kyron Williams. Yep. All right. Um, I really don't have anything else I want to go over with this game. Just taking a quick peek at the prop bets. CJ Stroud over under 215 passing. Over. Easily over. <laughs> you like that one? I would like to put all my money on that. <laughs> Over-under, one-and-a-half touchdown passes for C.J. Stroud? Over. That's plus odds. That's great. I've I've made my mistakes of doubting C.J. Stroud early on, and I will never do it again (laughs) until I get burned, which I don't get burned on it. You just bet on C.J. Stroud and you win. Yeah, I I don't see a way they lose this game. And of course they're going to watch Zach Wilson will play like the second overall pick he was meant to be. Yeah, he's going to have that same game that he had against the Chiefs. <laughs> All right, Jags and Browns is next. Jags are, or sorry, the Browns are favored by three, over under thirty two and a half. Odds are currently minus one fifty five for the Browns. I hate this game. This game sucks. This is awful. 32 and a half. What's the deal? Like, I feel like over-unders have gotten so low this season. It's because of all the backup quarterbacks, I think. How's the weather looking? Uh, it's pretty much the same as 
the other game that's around this area, the Cincy game. Um, 39 overca overcast and wind of 13 miles an hour. Hmm. Yeah, it's not Pretty horrible. Much. It's a tight ends game, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know a tight end on the Browns? Because I don't. Joku, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's not exactly relevant. He's all right if you're if you have bye weeks and you need to plug him in. He's okay. That's the only time. Yeah. Evan Ingram but, game without Christian Kirk. I totally think yes. I'm all aboard the Evan Ingram train. I thought mm -hmm. last week was going to be his breakout game. Um, he did get like a touchdown, so wasn't too bad. Feels like he's going to get worked in a little bit more this week without Kirk. Um, and Trevor might play. I think he will he's, play. He's questionable. Yeah, I think they need this one for standings. Yeah, the Texans and Colts are one game behind. The debate is that is Trevor Lawrence being a baby about this ankle injury? No, he walked off the field. They were going to get him a cart. He said, no, I don't want a cart. Because he was fine. Well, you can't be a baby if you know that you're fine. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know that you're fine, but the way he acted. Slamming well, yeah, his helmet. It was, it was, it was Mac Jones-esque. Um, I don't know, man. And at I least he... and Mac Jones is a pussy. And he yes. sat out like three weeks with his ankle injury. And Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is playing the next week. I think absolutely Trevor Lawrence was really upset because he thought that he was gonna miss his first NFL game. That's what was happening there. That's the stat he was tracking. Yeah, yeah. He was like, damn, not gonna be there for my my Jags this week. <laughs> so he will though. That's what's happening. He's going to play. I bet he will. Yeah, he should. I mean, if I mean, if CJ Beathard comes out and loses this game, that's not good at all. And they're potentially tied with the Colts and Texans in the division. Yeah, I think the reason this over-under is so low is because if Trevor Lawrence does play, it's probably just going to be him sitting in the pocket. Mm-hmm. We're going to see some Joe Burrow weeks one to three yeah. play. Um, so I think it's going to be a like, sloppy, low-scoring game. That makes sense. Cleveland is Miles a good Garrett defense. back? I want to say he is. Miles he, Garrett is back. I don't hate the under here. Yeah, I want, didn't he play last week? I thought he didn't. I don't know. I have such a hard time tracking if defensive players are actually playing. That's true. Should we jump to the four o'clock slate? Sure. All right. Vikings Raiders. The Vikings are favored by three over under 40 and a half. Vikings minus 150. This is a weird one. Yeah, I don't know what to say here. Like, I think this could go either way. Um, 
Obviously, Justin Jefferson is back, which is probably the cause for those three points. Um, but I really have no opinions about this game and would probably avoid betting on this game. Agreed. This is my do-not-touch game. Cool. Glad we're on the same page there. I thought about throwing the the Raiders in my parlay for underdogs and I could totally see the Vikings just blowing the Raiders out here too. So that's the scary part. Yeah, the only thing I find somewhat attractive about this game is Josh Dobbs or O'Connell to have over one and a half passing touchdowns plus odds. So that's the only thing I'm I would say Dobbs. Yeah, I honestly think it could be either. He's going to steal that. Like, you're going to be so close. You're going to think that he got it. It's going to get called back on a holding. And yeah. Then he's going to run it in. And then, you're it'll be, then it'll be fourth out. and 40. <laughs> he'll run for the first down. Runs, runs in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much exactly what's going to happen. So not a fan of anything here. Um, so It could be a fun game, though, to watch. It does feel like Minnesota has a lot of fun games to watch. Yeah, because um, they go punt, 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 touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah. I mean, then punt, finally punt, Justin punt. Jefferson's back. I think Jordan Addison has a good game this week. Yeah, we talked about that in the uh, in the Dynasty, or was that the Daily Podcast? I don't know, man. We do too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't touch this game. Yeah, good with that. We can move on from there. Yeah, Seahawks, Niners. Uh, Niners are favored by 11, over under 46.5, and and Niners' money line is minus 650 to the Seahawks, plus 4.75. If I like anything in this game, which this is another kind of don't-touch game for me. Yeah, the odds are not worth it. I would go with the over. I liked what I saw out of the Seahawks offense um, a couple weeks ago, or last week against Dallas. Um, They played two weeks ago, so it feels like Seahawks should have learned something since then. Lost by 16 last time. The Seahawks offense might get going a little bit or a little bit enough to you know hit that over of 47 yeah this game for me is a weird one um because we just saw the seahawks offense kind of get going against a team that typically is known for having a good defense but i think we're talking about two completely different types of defenses where the cowboys kind of rely on turnovers niners kind of rely on not giving up points um, they mm-hmm. just gave up, what, 13 to Philadelphia or something like that? Yeah. So. I that was it. I can check. 19. I think one of those was garbage time. Like one of the touchdowns at the end. I think San Francisco scores 35. And Seattle scores 14 and we hit the over. I could totally see something like that happening. Yeah, I could see that happening, but 35 is still a tall ask. 
42 on the Eagles, 31 last time they played the Seahawks, 34 on the Jags. Still the NFL. Yeah, but kind of feels like they made their own league. The 49ers. <laughs> yeah, so, this, is a, this is a game where the odds do not line up with what you want to see. No. Like um, you could take San Francisco minus 11. I would maybe take that. Yeah. But probably that's not. fine. Because it could be a low-scoring game. Yeah. I'm fine with that. It's You're just going to be rooting for points all game. Yeah. That's fun, though. It is, but it's stressful. It is. <laughs> um, a prop to watch here is the over-under passing yards for Purdy at 257.5. I think he hits that over. I think so too. Are you on? Are you on the Purdy MVP train? No. Why? Take take a guess who I'm. I'm. (laughs) If you say Jordan Love, I swear to God. No, it's CJ Stroud. Oh, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) CJ Stroud MVP. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Turn the Texans into a playoff team. Like, at least give D'Amico Coach of the Year. I agree with that. I was thinking about putting a future on that. What are the odds right now? The odds for that. Let's see. Might take a second. Yeah, while you look for that, uh, is there anything else that you want to go over with with this game? Or I can mention Um, one of the next games. You can start off uh, the next game if you want. Okay. Um, I'll do the less fun next game so that you can be involved fully in the next game. Um, next game that we have for the three twenty-five Central Time window is the Broncos at the Chargers. Um, the Broncos are plus two and a half this game with eighty-one percent of bets on them. Over/under is set at forty-four. Um with around 50-50 split going in at the over and the under. Um, I have the Broncos as my underdog of the week at that plus two and a half. Um, I do not like what I've seen out of the Chargers last week, the week before, the week before that. Honestly, the week before that. The Chargers suck. Um, I think this is the game... We're going to see the Broncos win by 25. And I cannot think of the name of the Broncos coach. Sean the, Payton? The, um, no, not the Broncos coach. Oh, Staley? Coach. The, uh, yeah, Staley's going to get fired after this week. They're going to lose by 25. Staley's done. I um, completely disagree with you. Wow. You think Staley's staying? Oh, no, not about that. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> Uh, you I think, think the Chargers are going to pop off this week? Get right game? Yeah, I I wouldn't even call it a get right game. I would just say that they just played in crappy weather against New England, who has shown to have a solid defense all year. I just I don't know. I see the Chargers going crazy. Um, maybe throw a couple picks that keep the Broncos close, but I think the Chargers will blow them out here. Not maybe not eh, maybe not blow them out, but. 
I think that minus two and a half for the Chargers, if you really want to improve your odds, sure. I don't think that two and a half points is going to make a difference here. All right. I think the Chargers are a worse version of Houston this year. And Denver just lost to Houston by five after throwing three interceptions. I got a hot That's take That's what I'm going with here. I think that the Chargers are a crappier Dallas because I think they're built the exact same way. Much crappier then. <laughs> much, yes. much crappier. Yes. <laughs> yes. They just even, did it wrong. Yeah, they even have Kellen Moore now. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I like the over. I just think that... Yeah, I do think that this game could definitely go for the over. Um, but I'm Team Denver. And that's where we disagree. Unlimited. <laughs> Any props you like here? Um, No, I got nothing here. Just the, the Broncos line here. Mm-hmm. What about yeah, you? Not seeing anything interesting. Did you find out the uh, oh, coach yes. of the year odds? Tamika <laughs> Ryans is plus 230 for coach of the year. I would take that. Yeah, why not? Is he the favorite? No. Do you know who is? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. The favorite is Dan Campbell at plus 160. I don't know. Followed by Mike McDaniel uh, and Shane Steichen. I was going to say Mike McDaniel might have have a good chance to. Um, I like Tomiko okay. though. You want, yeah, I think Tomiko's. You turn around a number two overall pick team, or no? Yeah, number two overall. That was theirs. Yeah. Um, that's hard to do. No kidding. So, so the next okay. game we have is the Eagles and the Cowboys. Cowboys favored by three and a half at home, over under 51 and a half, and... I think we missed Bill's Chiefs. Oh, we did. Bill's Chiefs, sorry. It's a little bit important. (laughs) Just a little bit, because I really like this game. I was wondering where they went. Um, So, Chiefs are favored by one point, over under 48 and a half, Chiefs minus 120, Bills are even. So, figures to be a close game. I'm taking the Bills money line here. And honestly, I could see this going under as well. Um, I think that plus one and a half points, just so I can get plus odds on on one of the teams here. I'm happy with that. Uh, I do think the Chiefs are the better team. They have a, a better defense now that the Bills defense is so injured. Um, you know, Josh Allen is pretty injury, or um, not injury, mistake prone. He's been making a pretty decent amount of mistakes this year. Um, But they do have better receivers. Um, I don't know. I think it it could go either way. But if I get plus odds on one of the teams, I'm happy. Yeah, I have this as my over, though. It's the only thing I kind of disagree with. I don't mind taking a chance on the Bills with those odds, Um, especially because they 
it's a must win for them. Kind of is for the Chiefs mm-hmm. too. Um, just to kind of stay in that race for the one seed. Probably not going to get it, but to stay in the race, which Mahomes always seems to do. Um, but this is a must win for both teams. And I, I like the over here. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think those 425 games, for some reason, always always have a high-scoring game. They do. But I don't know. I think I see where it could be an over. Um, and I want it to be an over. And everything points to over. So that's why I'm taking the under. That makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I have Mahomes under 270 and a half here. I don't hate that either. I think there's a pretty good chance that he doesn't really go nuts. And you think it's an Isaiah Pacheco game? It's been Isaiah Pacheco. It has been. They can't really seem um, to get much going on offense. They still score. Yeah, it's just kind of funny. Maybe Jaden Reed. Or not Jaden Reed. Uh, Rasheed Rice, sorry. What's your take on, um, sorry, I'm pulling up Travis Kelsey over under 70 and a half. That's a weird one. Is Taylor Swift there? Should be. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a lock for a touchdown. Yeah. A touchdown, but 70 and a half yards. I don't know. He might be a little bit distracted. (laughs) I think he'll be distracted and can't catch enough balls to get to 70 mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah God. that's a weird one what about digs at 73 and a half or 72 and a half or no it is 73 i'm not a fan of that i think one that i do like is gabe davis uh 39 and a half over because like either him or marquez valdez scantling um you know, like, I don't love them week to week, but when two juggernauts go against each other, it feels like some of those, you know, 1B or even second or third receivers kind of pop off. Yeah. Another prop here is uh, total interceptions. You can get Josh Allen over half an interception, so to throw one or more for minus 145, which is not horrible. Yeah, I would do that. Why not, right? Been doing it all year. Yeah, he's he's been doing it all year. <laughs> Be the one game he doesn't um, throw one. I want to check one more thing. Is there a Josh Allen rushing touchdown? He's plus 125 as any time touchdown scorer. So I think that is rushing touchdown. I would take that. Yeah, that's that's not bad. No. Then James Cook is plus 130. If I could find a way to short that, I would do that too. James Cook not to score a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Usage within the uh, red zone. Awful. Terrible. Yeah. Maybe Dawson Knox gives you good odds here, too, at plus 295. He's back. Dalton Kincaid's kind of taken over a lot of the shine, but... Yeah, they'll split time. Yeah. Revan Jordan style. 
You can get Kincaid touchdown plus twelve hundred. First touchdown. Oh, sorry, that's last touchdown. I was looking at first uh, or last. Plus, yeah. yeah, plus two hundred. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Plus two hundred is not bad for that either. No. Um, Gabe Davis has higher touchdown odds than than Dalton Kincaid. Targeted a lot last week or last time they played. Yeah, people are catching on. Um, okay, that's enough mentioning names and lines. <laughs> yes, Eagles and Cowboys. Hey, okay, uh, I'm excited for this game. Yeah, Cowboys minus three and a half. That's looking pretty good to me. It's looking good to me too, but you know you got to make an underdog parlay somehow. <laughs> So, I have the Eagles in this game. Um, I think the Eagles get right game. Could be. Um, they played a lot of good football teams lately. And they're. What are you thinking for? They're well. They're saying that the Eagles are tired. <laughs> yeah. Does that scream under to you then? Because the over under is fifty two and a half. Opened at 48 and a half. Or no, over-under is 52. Opened at 48 and a half. Most bets are going on the over right now. Can you talk me into the under? Well, the Eagles are tired. They've been playing a lot of good football teams recently. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really can't. I feel like Dallas's defense um, showed its holes last week against Seattle. And then... You got Philly, who has some great receivers, um, needs to get right game. I think they have enough receivers to counter the Dallas defense. I think that might be the similar strategy, kind of what the Seahawks did. Is you have like four good receivers, um, you're gonna have guys open against you know inferior players. So that might be the way that we get it done. Did you see uh, Nick Bosa talking about the Eagles? No. He said that they showed them the blueprint of how to beat the Eagles, if and hopefully they watched the tape. Oh. He said that they were trying to keep Jalen Hurts from going up the middle, from hitting the B-gap, um, and making him climb outside of the pocket to the side. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. I'm rooting for the Eagles in this one. I'm not a big fan of the Cowboys. Yeah, I can't stand them. I hate that they're America's yeah. team. They're not. They're not. They say that they are, but they're not. They're not. Someone's going to break down my door right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who is America's team? Packers, obviously. Shut up. <laughs> America's team is whoever you root for. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a player prop here I also really like. Two of them. It's Dak and Jalen Hurts um, over two and a half for Dak and over one and a half for Hurts on passing touchdowns. Both are plus odds. Two and a half for Dak? Yeah. That's a lot of touchdowns. Well, what did he do last time they played? That's fair. Um, I'm a big fan of Jake Ferguson anytime touchdown here. Uh, he's seen a big step up in the past few weeks. Um, 
and has had pretty decent usage all year. He's plus 145. Should I keep riding A.J. Brown touchdown until he gets one? No, go for Dallas Goddard. That's another guy. It's tight end weather, remember? I don't know if I said that about this game. (laughs) We're playing in Dallas. (laughs) It's tight end weather. Um, They're inside. The tight end dome. The tight end dome. (laughs) It really is, though. Jason Witten, Dalton Schultz. What's the then? You think about like the Saints have had pretty good tight ends. They're in a dome too. Maybe tight end weather is soft weather. I think you could honestly take just about every player um, that's relevant in these offenses and bet a touchdown on their plus odds. You can even get Deron Mm -hmm. Bland plus two thousand. Not that I would. It's pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> but it's interesting but deandre swift plus 190 i'm seeing plus 155 either way that is, still, a, still that is a arbitrage offer right there i think it hurts because obviously the touch push yeah um minus I think 140 I'm a- isn't bad for hertz you could do like hertz and uh Jake Ferguson, probably those together, and you wouldn't get bad odds. Yeah, I think I might double my money and bet the AJ Brown touchdown again. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you know it's going to be Devonta Smith, but you do you, man. <laughs> you want to move to uh, the crapshoot of a Monday night slate? Yeah, what's the deal with this? Like, I don't. I don't want this. I don't think anybody Who does, wants this? But at least it's football. I'm grateful for that. I liked it back in like September when they did one game started at like six and then the other game started at like eight. They're starting at the exact same time. How am I supposed to watch this? How does the Manning cast work? They're going to be on the Titans Dolphins because it's ESPN. What if the Manning cast was red zone this week? That would be awesome. That'd be so sick, but it's not, and I'm gonna have to find a way to watch both games. I'm probably gonna laptop and TV at the same time. Well, have fun watching Danny DeVito. <laughs> You're not gonna watch the Packers. It's your job now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not watching Jordan Love versus Tommy DeVito here. Man, I did not want to watch last night's game, but I I pulled through and I did it. But uh, I hear you. I think Packers by a billion, like yeah, minus six and a half feels. If the Packers are the same team that we've seen for the past two three weeks, Packers are going to crush the Giants. Um, and I think the over isn't a bad play here either. If the Packers are the same team, their offense has been electric. They've been scoring like every time they've been going down the field. Uh, the only issue here is Christian Watson may be out. I assume that he's out because of the MetLife turf. Um, <laughs> I think he has a hamstring issue and they're not going to want to re-aggravate it on that turf. I did hear something that people assume that the MetLife turf is worse than normal, but it's because two teams play there. So it just <laughs> has the same percent of injuries, but people are like, it's double. Um, <laughs> so that's... I don't know. I'll have to do my own research into that. But um, 
yeah, big fan of the Packers. Um, I think they crush this week, and I think there's a good chance on the over. Um, I do have a prop here. I think Jaden Reed has a very good shot um, of scoring a touchdown. Yeah, I and like he's it. Plus one seventy. You know, if, I like if it. Christian Watson's out, Jaden Reed stepped up in those situations. Um, it's probably going to be a rushing touchdown, but it's still going to be a touchdown. I would say take that now. Yeah, absolutely. Before Christian Watson is um, confirmed out. Yeah, because I I don't see him playing. No, they're not going to play him. No, they don't. They don't need to. They don't need. They don't need to. Like, why would you risk that injury? We need him back, and he's very injury prone. Yeah, what do you got for uh, the spread on this game? Six and a half feels big, especially when the over-under is set at 36 and a half. But you just um, said you like the over. I do. I do like the over. And I like the Packers. I would not bet the Giants six and a half ever. But it does feel big. Um, I got Packers uh-huh. minus six and a half. Yeah. Like, easily. Their offense is too good. They're going to score every single time they go down the field. Um, should get some stops against the Giants. I don't, I'm don't. i still not in love with the Packers' defense, but it feels like the game planning and the coaching has been really good, and the plays that we're running are just leading to great opportunities. Totally agree. I think the Packers' defense has been serviceable, and their offense has good been enough. great. They'll whoop them, so I think Packers six and a half is a walk. Yeah, and the Giants are nine and two versus the spread right now. We're gonna see some regression to the mean. I think that's this game. Must be. Or Vegas is always wrong. <laughs> um. All right, anything else you want to go over for this game? Not really. I think it's pretty cut and dry. Packers win. Sweet. Um, next one's the Titans and Dolphins. Dolphins are favored by 13 points. The over-unders at 46.5. Dolphins' money line is minus 900. <laughs> so we got I'm a little bit excited for this. This is the game I'm going to watch. I'm, I probably will check in on the Packers game, but I'm going to have the Dolphins-Titans on, on the main screen for sure. How do you feel about... You know, the over this game, 46 and a half. The spread is pretty fat. And then I also kind of wanted to ask you about any touchdown scorers on the Titans. You think Derrick Henry can get it done? Um, in terms of touchdown scores, there's some interesting ones in here. Um, Achan and I think Tyreek Hill are both minus odds for touchdowns. <laughs> So, it's crazy. Yeah, Tyreek Hill's minus 180. Um, what about I, Mostert? Yeah, I think Tyreek Hill touchdown's kind of a lock here. But I don't know. Mostert's interesting because it seems like him and Achan tend to switch off. Mostert is plus 125. Jeff Wilson is plus 750. That could be an interesting one. I don't. I honestly don't like anything except for Achan, Tyreek, and maybe Mostert. If Mostert Mostert's on on my line is minus one hundred five, 
he's plus 125 for you that is solid um i would probably take that yeah i'm taking tyreek hill touchdown otherwise yeah easy otherwise i i don't know maybe you want to take derrick henry at plus 130 or you could take uh jalen waddle trying to see what his odds he's plus 115 he hasn't been doing too too much but seems like eventually he's got to get in the end zone i don't know i'm not a fan of waddle we talked about that in the dfs episode like he's seems to be overpriced on a lot of his lines and stuff like that true but he's got plus odds here for touchdown that is true how do you feel about you know, the spread. The Titans have lost each of their last nine road games. And then the Dolphins have covered the spread in each of their last nine games against teams that held a losing record. So they smashed those bad teams. And, you know, if, if it counts for you, seven of the last eight Titans game, road games have gone under. I feel like it's kind of like going to be the first game to go over. I still think the Dolphins spread isn't a bad choice. I agree with that, but spread is a little scary at 13. Um, I agree with the over here. I don't see a world where the Dolphins don't score at least 28 points. And I don't see a world where the Titans don't get, you know, 14. So that doesn't get us quite there, but I think there will be a field goal or two each way that that kind of puts this over. Yeah, I think so. I think it's borderline, but I do think it's an over. Um, if you really were confident in the Titans for some reason, plus 13, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's huge. I'd probably take the money line at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else here that you liked? No. Um, definitely just excited for this slate. How about Hopkins over 69 and a half yards? Not a fan. DeAndre Hopkins had his breakout game with Will Levis, but I think at this point, you know, you can't rely on him week to week. And I think Will Levis is going to get munched on by that defense. I think that defense is a good choice in like DFS formats and um, if you can use him as a flyer. Yeah, ESPN's currently running a special for HN over over 49.5 rushing yards and a score a touchdown plus 200. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, why not? I think he's probably going to go for 70 in a touchdown. So, With another like 50 receiving yards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you want to go over? Parlors? Yeah, we gotta we gotta do our parlays. Yeah, we didn't spoil our parlays. Look at that. <laughs> so, this first parlay I have is the Ravens over the Rams, Colts over the Bengals, Lions over the Bears, Texans over the Jets, Jags over Browns, Niners over Seahawks. Dolphins, I got them at minus nine and a half, and I got Man. and I got the Packers over the Giants. 
plus 1700 odds. I like it. Um, you know, it feels like there's a lot of good plays. So those all favorites. It's kind of hard to keep track of a parlay in your head when you're talking yeah, about they're, it. They're all favorites. Okay. So I might have some that contest you here. Yes. Uh, I have three underdogs in in the underdog parlay this week, and they're all money lines. Um, and we'll see what happens. I have the Colts, Broncos, and Eagles. Um, I think all of these teams have just a decent-ish shot of winning. Um, you know, I think the Broncos probably have the best chance, and then the Colts, and then the Eagles are probably the last one in there. But you're going to get plus 1,023 on this. Um, and for three, which are pretty good teams, you know, the Colts are 7-5, and five, the Broncos have been on a hot streak, and the Eagles are one of the best teams in the NFL. Uh, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You're getting crazy odds. So I'm a big fan of this uh, parlay this week. Yeah, I placed mine before Monday Night Football, so I did not get the Colts as an underdog. Mm. So, yeah. If I put it together with all my picks. Let's see. Comes out in terms of odds. Oh, what's the one I'm missing? Oh, the Packers. Um so with that it's plus 4,100 with the new odds. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Should I double down? Yeah, it's, it, throw 10 bucks on it. See what you can do. Yeah, why not? Um, all right, so we'll, we'll keep track of the bets this week. Um, hopefully a little better than we did last week. I know we did pretty well last week, but... Um, and we will circle back on those results on next Friday. Um, we'll talk about the results of this betting episode. Yeah, it'll be cool um, to look back at those stats. Yeah, it will be. I'm excited to see who hits what. Um, and then just a reminder that the content in this podcast, including discussions, strategies, and tips is intended solely for entertainment and informational purposes. The views expressed are personal opinions and should not be taken as explicit advice for sports betting or fantasy sports participation. Databliss does not guarantee the accuracy or success of any strategies or recommendations discussed. Betting and fantasy sports participation involves risk and is not suitable for everyone. We advise listeners to exercise discretion and consider their individual circumstances before making any decisions based on this podcast. Please gamble and play responsibly. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Subscribe or something.